When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hello, friends. Welcome to a little get-together called a talk show or a podcast later in which we try to eliminate a lot of the confusion, the frustration, the incredible expense the scams, the ripoffs, the bad ideas, the horrible deals in the world of money. So what we do is we the talk mistakes. about money. Yeah, the mistakes, yeah. the big mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And before you make them, you really ought to call us because you're not going to get pushed to buy anything from us ever. No, that's not true. We might make you buy a pizza, but that's another thing. Well, only if it's in your best interest, though. Only if the pizza is in your best. It's a fiduciary, one hundred percent fiduciary go, pizza. Yeah, yeah. You Danielle, could use yeah, a pizza. It looks like that might be right for you. Uh, okay, I gotta yeah. say, though, I gotta say, I gotta say, I've had a lot of pizzas in my day. A lot yeah. of pizzas. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. I'm old. Me a too. lot of pizzas. <laughs> and uh, Danielle makes the best pizzas on the face of the planet. They're wow. cooked at like nine hundred bloody that degrees. They are. Let me and tell you, the, I had my hand in there yesterday. The flavors are. are so good. Oh, that meat liver one. Oh, 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 that's my favorite. Oh, I love that thing, man. I love it. I love me some meat. Give me some meat. I'm a carnivore. Eight five five nine three five talk is our uh, number. If you want to meet and talk about meat or money, either you know, one. The thing, we're, the <laughs> mistakes thing. I keep yeah. going back to the mistakes thing because. You know, in the late oh, yeah, 1990s, we were just talking about meat and steaks. Yeah, meat and mistakes. In the late 1990s, everyone told us we were crazy for saying you should own something other than the S&P 500, which had gone up like 30% a year the last three years of the 90s. Yes. And it was all about technology, right? I got to be all in that. And then what happened? No, unraveled. And then what happened to the S&P 500 from 2000 to 2010? Exactly. But yeah, diversified, so- wait. Diversified portfolios held in there well. They did well. And so at the end of last year, many of you were telling me, why do you own all these others? Do you just put it in the tech stocks? They make a lot of money. Yeah. Right? Did. One of those tech stocks was metaverse meta no just meta wish i never wish i never meta met yet meta meta it's now down 70 and and i don't know what zuckerberg's down 70 percent year to date normally i wouldn't even care about this but the fact is and again we brought this up not to say we told you so but we've told you so for a long time portfolio concentration is risky the t row price growth fund holds 63 percent of its money in the top 10 stocks Mm. The Fidelity Contra, 50%. The Growth Fund of America, 38% operated by American funds. What has that meant? That has meant they have gotten creamed in a year where a globally diversified stock portfolio has lost 16%. Fidelity Contra is down 29 T. Rowe Price Blue Chip down 37 Growth Fund of America down 36 Okay, now wait. Give me those numbers again. In the top, how many stocks? 
10 stocks. Okay, 10 Growth stocks. Growth Fund holds 38% of the portfolio. T. Rowe Price Blue Chip holds 63% of its assets in 10 stocks. And Contra is at a, a just shy of 50%. So you have huge concentration in the biggest companies, which have had the biggest return for a period of time. Now, why would you want to overinvest in those? Well, let me just give know. you another number here, though. VT, the Vanguard Total World Stock Index. Yes. 14% in the top 10 stocks. 14. 14. Okay. So much lower. Less number. than a third, less than a third for some. I mean, so the point, yeah. And so you own a more diversified, balanced portfolio. Own balance. You want, yeah, you still want some of those big ones, but you want a lot of the small ones. And you want the U.S. and you want the international and you want emerging. You want all these things, but people get caught up in what they think is the future has got to be technology. Well, it was. Until it wasn't. I mean, and, and so I, uh, the message still should be, I think you quoted a very famous financial uh, economist who said, diversify, diversify, diversify. Oh, yes. Yes. You're, uh, uh, yeah. Mr. Sharp at Stanford. Yeah, exactly. Professor and Sharp, if the you Sharp do Ratio that, guy. You do that, and VT would be a much better option than any of the aforementioned Contra, Blue Chip, or Growth Fund of America. Any of them. Over the long haul. And by the way, you looked up VT. It's still got its head above water for the last five years. <laughs> Far better, by the way, than our friend at the, at the Ark, which is sinking more rapidly than the original version. Um, so it's, it, it's, it's hanging in there in a difficult time. Yeah. And I mean, I looked at Ark. Ark is down from $170, $127 this time last year to $35. I mean, that oh. was, again, concentrated in technology. You can't concentrate. You want to diversify. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Uh, remember the days when your daily newspaper arrived the same day it was the, <laughs> the day, day of on the day? <laughs> I th- I, there's something about me and late arrivals. I'm going to get a Rivian in like 2024. I get and you the get newspaper your newspaper like two a couple days, days late. late. Maybe never get my World Cup tickets, which is just two weeks away. Still haven't given me the, the actual tickets yet. I just scared. I'm telling you, you're you just going to be sitting you know in me. the desert listening to the crowd. <laughs> hey, oh, that must have been a goal oh. for, yeah, anyway. Yeah, sorry. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. Give us a call. And Tim has been waiting. Welcome to the program, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I do not want to talk about meat today. Okay, but, uh, good, good. I was hoping to talk about so um, I had a old uh, 401k from a former employer, and I rolled it over into a Schwab uh, IRA. It's got uh, 150000 or so. Um, I'm about five years away from retirement, so I'm trying to keep the risk pretty low. And I've noticed these uh, brokerage CDs are... Uh, pushing 5%, but I've bought bank CDs before, but I've never bought a brokerage CD. Is there, uh, what's the difference, and is there any kind of risk that I should be aware of when I'm buying a brokerage CD? And, and there is no difference. It's the means by which they're purchased, and the, the one, one of the reasons the rates are so nice is because they don't have to advertise <laughs> to to regular customers on television or in newspapers, you know, come get our CDs. They just sell a block of them to Schwab and Schwab sells them for them. 
they are they are FDIC insured. So that's really all that matters. You can get a 4.75 Wells Fargo brokered CD at Schwab last time I checked. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they they have them. Um, I've seen some 4.6 to 4.8 or yeah. so, which does seem pretty good. Uh, I was feeling lucky for a while that I that my money was in cash, so I missed a lot of the downturn. But now I'm feeling like with the uh, inflation so high that I'm that my money's just losing value every second it sits there in cash. It is okay. I gotta stop you. I gotta stop you, Tim. Um, I mean, do you have a <laughs> If you're five years from retirement, you should you need to know what return you need on your money. In other words, you rather than sort of randomly buying because I'm low risk, which that's a, a label and I don't understand what that means. But you need to know how what rate of return you need on your money to be able to pull that money out and sustain yourself when you stop regular work. Yeah, this... yeah, I'm I'm afraid to say I'm afraid to say when I heard uh, one of your ads that uh, that I'm kind of in the hodgepodge category as much as I prefer not to be. Um, I well, Doctor McDonald is I here to fix that. Four... Yeah, yeah, good. So, so, and I know this isn't science what I'm about to say, but I just knew this money. I did not want to put the principal at risk because I have other money in. Uh, some target retirement funds and and other funds that that as you know have uh, taken a really good hit the last couple of years and and I did not want to take similar risks with this money. But Tom to Tom's point and it's a great point that I wish everybody would hear. You everybody particularly somebody who's getting very close to retirement, but I think everybody needs to begin the process of planning even if it's an only an every few year event when you're younger, as you get older, it should be an every year event. You need to start trying to determine how much money you're going to need your portfolio to provide for you in retirement. And then you can work backwards and determine how much return you need from your money. And then you can determine, hey, I need I don't need much return, so I can go 100 yep. percent safe or I need a lot of return. So I'm going to have to take some risks. The planning part is crucial to success because most of us, for most of our lives, have hodgepodged it. Uh, I hodgepodged it years ago because, you know, when I was a broker and, the, and and shortly after it was always whatever was hot, whatever was hot. New ideas. Yeah, and, and it's not that way anymore. So to his point really is still, to right now, work on a plan. Uh, yeah, I have a, I, I have a pension, so that helps me uh, oh, a little bit, yeah. but... Uh, but yeah, but yeah, you're right. I still need a plan. Get a plan. Thanks for the call. We really appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is our number. 855-935-8255. We don't want to sound too preachy or naggy. That's not the... I'm waiting for my wife to come home for that. Ooh. No, I'm going to be the... Pr- I'm going to be... No, oh. no, no. That's me being naggy. Oh. I got up this morning at 530 uh-huh. and gave her a list of the things that had to be done for the weekend. That's me. That's Was not that her payback house. for you going to do the pizzas yesterday? That's what... She, I think that's the way she took it. Like, I owe you a lot. I go, no, these are just things that need to get done anyway. Owe me or not. Right. So 855-935-TALK. <laughs> Ron, there. you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Bail me out, Ron. <laughs> He dropped. Oh, Ron dropped. Oh, we, Ron, we lost Ron. Okay, well, I have another question here if we have time. No, we don't have time. The show's over. Okay. Pr- pretty okay. much. Because if your wife's on the way home after hearing that, you're in trouble. <laughs> I better hide in the yeah. basement. Yeah. 
Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. Okay, this is from Gina in uh, Bellbrook, Ohio. Oh, uh, Bellbrook, Ohio. Uh, Gina is 70 years old, manages her own account at Fidelity of a million and a half dollars. No mm-hmm. debt. Mm-hmm. Nice. Accumulated $385,000 in a fixed rate 3% 403B with AIG Valak. I don't so I guess that is that some sort of like stable value. Yes, yeah, no, it's a it's a Valak it's a Valak fixed annuity. Okay, 85,000 in a fixed rate 4 with mm-hmm. Mass Mutual. Mm-hmm. I learned that these funds are only insured up to 250,000 and uh so I applied to take 130 from Valak and transfer it to Mass Mutual. So each fund would have about 200000 Wait a minute. These are in a 403B. Yeah, I don't know that that matters. It, as a matter of fact, if, 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 is she still teaching or working? For, no, how old is she? Re- she's retired. She's 70. She's 70. Yeah, okay. She's retired. Here's yeah, what okay, I would no. suggest. I would suggest you put those all in an IRA. Yeah, she, uh, read the contracts. There's a concern that how complicated it is to get my own money. Yeah, because they're insurance companies. That's their job. And considering rolling both 403B accounts into my IRA at Fidelity while I'm capable of jumping through the hoops. No, let Fidelity help you jump through the hoops. Fidelity will help you jump through the hoops if need be. Oh, I says she's been advised to leave the funds in the 403B at the guaranteed fixed rate. By Fidelity? Mm, That's hard to imagine. I can't imagine that. I really can't because... As we mentioned to the to the previous caller, you can get yeah. CD rates that are higher than this. Yeah, and I, I don't, I just don't know why people want to move all that money or keep all that money in a some sort of annuity. There is no benefit to an annuity yeah. inside a retirement right. plan. They're tax deferred outside an annuity, but the retirement plan is already tax deferred. So there's no point in being under the thumb of the insurance companies you can't have double tax deferral so (laughs) i would move it to fidelity or find yourself a fee-only fiduciary advisor to kind of de-hodgepodgeize your whole portfolio that might be another way to go 855-935-TALK tom and don are talking real money for your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money hello and welcome to our little show that, gosh, we've been doing for a long, long time, haven't we, Tom? I hate to think about how long we've been doing. Either as a podcast or a radio show, wow. Okay, long time. Like Prefer two, not to two think decades? of the years. Yeah, what so. are we at? Wow. 855. Well, go back what? to your show. Going back to your show. Oh, my show. We Business go back radio 30, network. 33 years. Oh, 855-935-TALK is our number, 855-935-8255. And, Jeff, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Thank you. I have a question for you gentlemen about target-type funds. Okay. So my question is, they you put, it, you put the money in and they balance it across various asset types depending on a target date. But the funds, the money is all in one fund, so when you – you may be at retirement or at college in the case of a 529, you may be at an 80, uh, 60-40 split or a higher split. And so the monies are in maybe fixed in the fixed, fixed accounts or equity accounts. But when you take the money out, do they take the dollars out at a pro rata share between those two? And if the markets are down, then you're taking money out of an, uh, out of an investment that's down as opposed to having some money in equity and some money in 
bonds that you do yourself where you would take the money out of bonds if the equity investments were down and not sell low. Yeah, no, you're making a very good point. The target date fund has a share price. Whatever that share price is, that's what you're going to be selling and getting the cash. You're right. If you had a more diversified portfolio where you had individual stock funds and individual bond funds, you could rebalance the account. Something gone up a little bit, you're taking from that, putting in your pocket, maybe putting one of the other funds. But in a target date fund, that opportunity does not exist. You're correct. Right. You will just be taking it out. You don't you don't get to choose which part of the portfolio from which you're withdrawing. Uh, for example, right now, the, the Vanguard Target 2020 fund is 60% fixed income, 40% equity. So you'll be drawing a portion from fixed income and a portion from equity. Yep. More from fixed income, less from equity. You'll never know how much. But you'll never each. know. They'll, they'll do that. They'll just take that. So. so does that rise to the level of importance that it might be important for somebody to, as they near that date, um, to start to divide things up into individual Funds. Depends so on the. Can, I'd say it depends on the size. Of, descends on the size of the portfolio. In other words, mm. maybe. I mean, the well, that's a weak maybe do, my, from my perspective. Yeah, it's because you're getting so knit. you're getting so conservative by the time you get at your target date. I mean, sixty forty or forty sixty is a very no, conservative. I thought you said it was sixty forty. Sixty fixed income. Ah, so it's forty okay. sixty. Forty so percent. So it's a stocks, very very conservative yeah, portfolio as it is. Yeah. I personally wouldn't mess with it because we believe you should always have some money in equities and that you can't pick the right place at the right time. You're never going to be able to say, oh, oh, the, I don't want to take it out of here because this is going to do your it almost becomes an exercise in timing. Yeah, it does. And but it it does allow some opportunity that you in other words, if you have a if you have a million dollar portfolio and you have 40 percent in stock, 60 percent in bonds and it's the year 2020. When bonds went up ten percent and stocks ended oh, up, oh, you going can use the down. rebalancing That's of the what resources. He's talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then, then it might make sense. Again, it sort of depends on the size of the account, right? Whether or not you want to get into that and the amount of work you want to do, et cetera, et cetera. That's true. Advisor, of course, is going to do that. Sure. Right. Our 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 multi million dollar accounts do this all the time. Of course, they're yeah. not in a target date fund. They're in a no. bunch of different ETFs, and then we we will we will rebalance, and your money can come out of the rebalancing proceeds without right. selling any of the securities that wouldn't that otherwise been sold. Correct. Does that make sense? That that does. Um, most of our money is with you, um, but I do have a West Virginia 529 that was in a high equity portfolio when things hit and then my older son went to college. You know, luckily yeah. I have other funds paid for that. I don't need to sell that. I don't need to sell that fund, but I want to move it to, I believe it's the Utah 529 plan. Okay, we got to run. Thanks for the call. Don and Don are talking real money. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. What do you mean? I could be almost as rich as Elon Musk after Twitter by just going and buying a lottery ticket? Really? <laughs> you probably have more after Twitter than he does. I can't. You know, the problem is I got COVID. I really shouldn't go to the store and get my lottery ticket. 
because you know the odds are so or something. The odds are so great. I don't. I think you actually have to go buy them. What in a place? I, I know in a place. Money? I don't think you can buy a lotto ticket online. Mm. So is that that's something you'll buy at a like a convenience store? I, I'm not. I'm not a lottery guy. Seven Eleven. So I'm looking. I, it's the only place okay. I know. No uh, public. How about has Arco? Them. That's right down the road. We don't have an Arco in Florida. We have okay. no Arcos. Mm. I could go to Mobile. I could go to Mobile. I could go to Speedway. They, in places Racetrack, like that, they have them. That's where and they have them. How much now? How much? I think it's one and a half billion. Yeah. Okay, but okay, let's just run the numbers though, because mm-hmm. I did this in an interview a couple of days. One and a half billion, forty mm-hmm. percent goes to taxes. Okay, so I'll only be a billionaire. Darn it. Okay, then yeah, then uh, da, 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 what else did I deduct from there? I'm just, forgetting now. I had something. Else. I had another number I took out. See, see how old oh, you've gotten. I, well, I, number one, n- number one, I said oh, go ahead and. Uh, you're talking about the split with your ex-wife. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's always listening, so be careful. Uh, so. The, the, uh, the, I, I think what I, I, one part is I said it generally makes more sense to take the lump sum than the 30 payout thing. I think it's 29 years or something ridiculous. Oh, I take the lump sum because I can invest that yeah. lump sum. Correct. Yeah. Correct. No, uh, stupid. So yeah, I think I took, but it's far less than, you know, than the one and a half. Right. Million. It really isn't one and a half billion. Yeah. No, right. it's not. So, but All right. you, so you well, pay if off I can't, any debt, you do that kind of thing. If I can't be a yeah. billionaire, heck with it. I'm not paying off my house. Even if I became a billionaire, that's it. You're I'm keep not that paying off You're, a two and a three. What's point, the tax other than the just so you just pay the income, income tax, tax on the money, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you can keep the mortgage. Yeah, okay. I'm going to keep the yeah. mortgage. I can invest it. At two and a half percent. Two and a half or less. Oh, by the way, by the way, I meant to tell you this. I, I forgot. Do you want to keep talking about the lottery thing? But I heard no, something but absolutely fascinating yesterday. I'm, I'm you done. You know, I try to listen to other financial podcasts. You know, I have a oh, very short to, attention span. So Me too. I was listening to Freakonomics podcast yesterday. Which oh, is that's a good, good podcast. Quite good. And they had a financial economist on talking about <laughs> why people wait a don't minute, listen wait to a financial minute, wait a minute. economists. Uh, as, as opposed to a pecuniary economist? Well, or you a, know, like a, like, but this what, is like a, a financial a, like a, economist. Aren't all you, economists say, financial? Uh, no, no. These are people that study the. These aren't just people that give predictions. These are academics, and they were talking about a professor that, of finance. You know, like a Gene Fama kind of thing. A so professor. they were. He was talking. They were. Ta- yeah, exactly. He's a professor. I think it was at uh, Yale. Anyway, um, they were talking about popular stuff you get from people like Dave Ramsey. That really is bad advice. For example, oh, I like nothing better than Dave Ramsey back. Ramsey tell Ramsey snowball debt payoff. Uh, you may or may not know this. I know the de- the snowball, but go ahead. Well, it, it his suggestion is you pay the, the smallest one first mm-hmm. because psychologically the psychology, it gets you yeah. going. Right. Versus the correct financial move, pay is off to the pay highest the interest. Highest, yeah, you and I have told people pay off the highest interest rate. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, no, that's, the, the, it's bad advice, but, but they had somebody else on there who said, yeah, it's bad advice, but it works or it appears to work, right? There are people apparently that have gotten out of debt. I don't know. This, Excuse me. But, it just, but is this, is this, is this based on academic research no, or is it anecdotal no. just based on people listening to Dave Ramsey's program? And the I'm books he sold. The number of books he's he sold a lot of books. So oh well, like, books so apparently books somebody's... count. To, they prove almost everything. 
Uh, and that's why Robert Kiyosaki is the smartest guy in the world. He sold a lot they of books. They didn't get a chance to – they mentioned his name, but, boy, his advice. There's, I, I will guarantee you one thing. You won't find one financial professor in the world who will agree with his advice, period. Robert Kiyosaki or Dave Ramsey? He, no, Robert Kiyosaki. He just issued a big edict a month ago saying the world's coming to an end. Get all your money and bury it in realist. I mean, some awful piece of scary advice. But that was one. The other one that he said was that most financial experts tell you to get a 30-year mortgage, but that actually an arm is better due to inflation, et cetera. I, I had trouble understanding exactly what you meant, but he said that getting an adjustable rate mortgage is a better deal uh -huh. than getting a fixed rate. Now, it would be pretty hard to make an argument with the rates that you and uh, I have. Yes. Two and a half percent. Because, because I could have gotten a seven-year arm um, went back then for two percent. Yeah, and I looked at the seven-year arms. By the way, today there's yeah. still like six. It's not. I mean, you well, get a thirty-year for seven. But, but in but th th in a few years, my rate's going to go up to like ten or seven or six. Than, or, it, it's seven years, right? Yeah. No. Anyway, I, so I I like my thirty-year low fixed. Eight five five nine three five. Talk. Give us a call. Eight five five nine three five eighty two fifty five. We're talking real money. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Excuse me, sir. Um, the snow thing. What is this thing called snow that you yeah, refer well, to in weather? It was just like 85 degrees a couple of days ago. It's now just like 85 degrees right now where I am. <laughs> I'm looking at the forecast here in the middle of next week. We're supposed to be in the mid twenties. Wow. What is, what is this thing called cold you have in yeah. Seattle? Wow. I don't want to know. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. Well, I'm not going to complain about sweating then. 855-935-TALK. That is our phone number to talk real money with me and that guy over there, Tom. Uh, Catherine, yeah. it's your time. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I'm 69 years old, and I'm a widower, um, and I need to take some money out before my IRAs can be withdrawn. Can I do that just on one of my accounts? Yes. Now, are you talking, you're talking, no, are you talking about required minimum distributions? She said she needed to take some um, before no, the required distribution. Right? Is Correct. that what you said? Yeah. You Correct. can take it from anywhere you want. Oh, okay. As and as a matter of okay. fact, you can take your required minimum distribution from any of the accounts. IRA okay, but account. at sixty nine. No, this is your as a survivor. You're taking the benefit. Is that what you're talking about? Because at sixty nine, you don't have well, to. You don't have to take anything till seventy two. Right, but. That's why I'm asking, because I have a need to take some money out, but I don't want to hit all of my IRAs. I just want to take it out of one. So I was yeah, curious. Yeah, that's fine. Of course. That. You're totally fine. And sure. then when it comes when it comes RMD time, you don't have to take it out of all of them. That I'm not sure. You of. don't I have to take it out of that. all of them. No, you can take it out of one of them as long as you're taking the proper percentage of your IRA. Whole, whole thing. So whole if you thing. add your portfolio up to half a million dollars for sake okay. of argument. Right. And your first year, you have to take out three and a half percent. You could take that amount and take it out of one account is what Don's correct. saying. That is correct. That makes sense. But right now, if you need the money, you can take it out of any of those accounts. Now, remember, you're going to pay 
regular okay. income tax on whatever you take out. Right. Well, yeah. that that happens even with RMD. Correct? That's right. Yeah. Correct. Whenever you yep. take it out, you gotta pay taxes. But you got you got a, a <laughs> lot of time without them, so it's the price we pay. But yes, ma'am, you can take it out pretty much however you want. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Thanks for stopping by. Eight five five nine three five talk. I always that darn RMD thing. I for some okay. I'll I'll just take your word for it. No, it, uh, it because think about it. Somebody has a hundred different IRAs. Yeah, no, no, I I understand. Yeah, I get that part. It's like yeah. I'm gonna take two dollars out this of every IRA. One of my arguments for having one pre-tax account, one brokerage account, and one post-tax account. Period. Obviously, if you're married, you're gonna have two. But you <laughs> yeah, know, because well, you can't have somebody else's IRA, right? Indiv- but the, I still see people with five or six accounts. How confusing. Why would you want to do that? All that trouble. Like, um, listen oh. to those new commercials I just put out. Yeah, that's a really good commercial. Hodge, you know Hodge the Ice. agency that did that? It's really they're very talented people. Yeah, it's the Don McDonald does everything agency. <laughs> you want a question? I didn't do this. Yeah. All right. Okay, Hold go. On. Let's see how it goes. Hi, my name is Eugene Penn, and I live all the way over in the East Coast in Columbia, Maryland. I'm not sure exactly how I ran across your uh, your uh, podcast, and then in listening to the podcast, you mentioned your show. Well, here's the problem. The show originates in Seattle, and I'm in the East Coast. And I thought of something, and I want to put it out to you. I called your screener last Saturday, and I said, you know, I have this Alexa dot, this Amazon dot, and it, just as long as I know the call letters, of the station, I can listen to any radio station at any time during the uh, anywhere in the United States. So I said, "What's the call station I'm listening to?" You know, if I want to listen to the show on Alexa, and she said, uh, "What was it? K W N W K N W N." I get it confused all the time, and I'm not sure if you are on multiple yeah. stations or that's the main station. And it would be a problem for you during the show on Saturday to mention people who have elections to be able to listen to your show who aren't near a station that actually carries the show. So just a suggestion. Thank you for that suggestion. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, that comes up. Yeah, yeah, but I always forget the call letters. (laughs) Northwest News Radio. Radio. That's not hard. I can just go out to my device, Mr. Mrs. Google, and just say, Play Northwest News Radio and it pops right. Oh, up. well, then if Northwest News Radio works, I bet it, it works, works on on uh, on Alexa, Alexa too. Dot, yeah, I no, tried no, to make no. it easy for everybody. I just put it up on TalkingRealMoney.com. Oh, so you can go there. You go to TalkingRealMoney.com, scroll down the page, and it says, "Listen to Talking Real Money Live." Live, live, live. And then live. you push okay. the button, and you'll listen. You'll hear us. But here, you, this is kind of cute. You want to you want to hear something funny? I'm going to see if this works. I, I'm all up Ready? for something funny today. Because yeah. TuneIn cares about your privacy. We've made it easy. You see, it's out of the data tracking and targeting. All right, hold on. Run. It's a commercial. Ads. Hold on. If you'd like to opt out, head to tunein.com. See, it's on TuneIn Radio. You can also okay. do yes. this through the hold settings on. page I got that too. Okay, let's see. Let's see. We're live. I tried to make it easy for everybody. I just put it up ah, on talking. There you Real go. Money. Look at that. Com, but it's not really live. You go to talkingrealmoney.com. It's about down five seconds delayed. No, nah, it's longer than that. Live, live, live. live. And- 
<laughs> that was kind of that was kind of out of body experience for a moment there. Like, a didn't weird. didn't we just do that? Um, okay, let's do one more call that we got. Yeah, we got please. here. Okay, go here. Hi, this is Mary, and um, my husband recently passed away, and so I'm dealing with all kinds of moving parts and funds and insurance and pensions, and there's just so many things to think about. So. Um, uh, I just wanted to touch base regarding a surprise I had. There was a 401k, about $400,000, that I'm trying to figure out, like, what do I do with this? Do I leave it? Do I transfer it into um, some of the current plans that I, I have so that it's all combined? I would like to try and um, make things less complicated. <laughs> so I'm um, trying to, you know, put things together. So uh, that's that's what I'm looking for. And um, my phone number. All right. No phone numbers. Yeah, yeah, I know. I killed that. Yeah. So if the money is an inherited 401k. Sounds like it is. You're going to want to move that to an inherited IRA. Yeah. And I. I Most th- plans, I don't think, want to leave that money there anyway. They don't want. They yeah. Don't want and, and it is going to make your life simpler. Move it to yeah, the same wait. custodian where you have all your other stuff. Yep. And and then add that into your plan i hope you have one. and the people by the way the people that run the company plan where your husband used to work they will be able to help you do that yeah or and your custodian whoever that is yeah too, can or, help yeah you do if, that. You're, if your money's at you know charles schwab you say i got this 401k mm-hmm. they'll help you make that happen but yeah that's i, I and I then just her. blend it into the mix yeah right build it as part of the overall plan I think we're out of qu- no. We're, I have a lot more questions, but we're almost out of time. I don't think I can get another question. I am just glad that you made the show today. People, we talked about this in the first hour, but you you survived COVID. This is the second time, right? No, it's the first. I made and it for next, three years. The, I made yes. it for almost three years without COVID. I was even in Seattle at the beginning of COVID, and That's I didn't get point. it. Here, you know. toward the end, I finally get it. Not fair. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. We talk a lot about having a plan, how important a plan is, because you really can't manage your portfolio properly, create the kind of retirement you want without knowing how much money you need. It's so important to know what you need so you can figure out how to get there. you got to know the the end before you can create the the means. So if you're having a problem figuring out the plan, set up an appointment with Tom or one of our advisors. Just go to vestry.com and click on meet with an advisor or call 800-386-3004. 800-386-3004. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.